Hey humans, it's your girl Chocolate Thunder, coming at you with another podcast. All right, humans. Hello, it's one fifteen. Well, one sixteen Sunday afternoon. Welcome. It is January the fifteenth. It is MLK's birthday. And um, tomorrow is MLK Day, so a lot of people, shout out to teachers, me being one, we we can sleep in um, if we want. Knowing me, though, I always say that, but what's sleeping in? Like, you get to sleep till 7 <laughs> versus getting up super early. Um, how's everybody's new year been going? We're 15 days in. Um, for me... Uh, New Year's started crazy. Like, last time we spoke was like the 28th, the end of the year, last year. And I had goals uh, to make a vision board. I printed a lot of things and cut some things from magazines. And did I make the vision board? No, it's January 15th. So the way that I want to spend MLK Day is making a vision board as as a part of... uh, Martin Luther King's dream, the fact that I can have dreams um, bigger than me, dreams to take up space, to have the privilege and the freedom to do that is something that I want to see as part of my vision. When I think about my visions, I think about, uh, you know, what does vision mean? It's the opportunity and the ability to see, see what's in front of us. And not necessarily look behind us. Now I saw, not saw, but I listened to a song and I I can't remember the the song, but I remember them talking about the rear view and like how troubling it can be to like always look at what's behind you. You could get in a wreck or, you know, get in trouble for what's in front of you because you're constantly looking back there. Um, It's kind of like when you're running a race. Like I remember when I was young. And we would go to track meets a lot and people would be running and then people who were ahead of them would be looking back to see how many people were behind them. And it would slow them down. And people would be like, don't look behind you. Don't look back there. Don't look back. Like I just remember hearing that as a kid, that phrase and uh, and how true it is the older I get, like not looking back. And speaking of wrecks, New Year's Day, it was like 8.50 in the morning early guys um i spent the night at a friend's house now we i went over there reluctantly um new new year's eve now i saw a friend and we were hanging out we kicked it he came to my house and we watched a a musical and laughed and talked and caught up and it was a good time it was fun and he was like hey i gotta go i think he was headed to a party and he was like you gotta go um, to your friend's party because she invited me like days and days ago and of course I said yeah of course and uh, as the day progressed my personality and my heart and soul just kind of started dwindling I could feel it diminishing I could feel the sadness creeping in and just like the fear of what lies ahead because really for all of us um, but you know like I haven't really thought about Oh, Happy New Year. You don't really think, at least I haven't in in the past, about what's this this year going to bring. But the older I get, the more I think about it. And I think about last year 
and I got in like um, several car accidents. I, you know, had to find like jobs. I had to worry about my health, got infusions and all those kind of things. And good things also happened. I I got a job that I really enjoy. It's a beautiful aesthetic and cool people. And, you know, I I got a car, which I'll tell you about. You'll understand it in a second, what I mean. And I'm like, why am I talking like Barry White right now, guys? I'm sorry. Um, But I'm just going to go back to what I was saying. So New Year's Eve hanging out with my friends I go over there it ends up being a wonderful time there's food I, I um, make s'mores which I I think I have made but never really like this in this environment and this aesthetic it was awesome and it was delicious and I put a Reese's Pieces on top of this huge marshmallow you know and that was like well after the after the marshmallow had been roasted and it was just great and it was a cool experience and I loved the opportunity to do this so I did that we hung out we chilled we laughed we talked and I mean we hung out till the morning like four something in the morning I was trying to like find a way to dip out but I think my friends were just like they had this feeling like hey, no you should stay and I wasn't necessarily drunk or high or you know what I mean? Like I was, um, especially at this point in the night, four or something, I was like, okay, I'm, I was sobered up, you know, and too tired to, to drive. So I was like, you know what? I'm not inebriated or anything, but at this point I'm tired, which is, could be just as bad. And they lived about 30 minutes away, you know what I mean? So I would have to do some driving anyway. So I was like, you know what? All right, I'll just lay, I'll just sleep. So I slept on her couch and her whole, like everybody that, that, that was there had gone to sleep and, you know, she fell asleep. And so we just slept in the living room. It was chill. And then, you know, it was about 8.30ish in the morning. I woke up, I had to pee. So I went to go pee. And then I was like, hey, I think I'm gonna head out because my parents were, you know, having people over after church like family and they were going to make black eyed peas. And I was like, I want to be there. I want to spend this time with my mom and dad. And so I was looking forward to going home. So I was like, Hey, I'm going to head out so I can go home and uh, take a shower, sleep and like regroup before I head to my mom and dad's. She was like, okay, no problem. Like, thank you for coming over. We said our goodbyes. We caught up. It was cool. I get in the car and it's probably like, I don't even know at this point with the time, but it's still like in the eight o'clock hour, like 8.45 or something. And then we, uh, I get in the car and I press play on an episode that I wanted to catch up on. It was Armchair Experts episode with Amy Poehler, which I had listened to already, but you know, I had fallen asleep to it because I played at the end of the night one night. So I was listening to it and got into it. And then I eventually probably fell asleep on a commercial or something. And then, you know, the episode had passed, but when I woke up, it was on who knows what episode of what. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and I get to listen to it now. So I was, they were playing the first like intros of the episode and and I get in the car, I press play, you know, I started and I drive down the, around the corner, not even. 
And then, boo, like this big wreck happens between me and another car. We have a collision. And I was in the car for maybe, I don't even know, I want to say five minutes, but even that feels too long because it, I wasn't in the car that long. And it happened so fast. It all happened. And to me, it, it was like a, a light tap. Like it happened so fast that I didn't feel like anything on my body or, or anything. And, uh, but when I got out of the car to look at my car, I was like, oh, damn. But, you know, the, everything was still working, the radio, everything, you know. The only thing was on the outside, it didn't look well. So I was like, well, obviously you have to stop. So I stopped and I, you know, exchanged information with the other person. We talked and we had the same insurance provider. So that was cool. And it simplified a lot of things for us, I think. And uh, basically, uh, I I was like, I want to leave the scene. Not, not, not like scene of the crime, but I was like, okay, I don't want to linger here. If police aren't going to come to tow us away. Um, I think it was New Year's Day, so like getting service or getting what you needed was going to take a lot longer because it's a holiday and it was like a a few hours into the new year. So it was like, wow, what a way to start New Year's Day, Sunday, the Lord's Day, and it's New Year's Day, and here I am in a car accident. So I go, I I drive back to my friend's house which was you know around the corner because that's where I was was so I go back and uh you know I had been talking to her I didn't just pop up but we and I told her I asked her if it was okay if I come back she was like yeah what we're doing like chilling is literally what we do on Sundays we just hang out and relax and make food and listen to music and talk you know and I was like yeah so basically what we did the night before it was just such a chill time And so I was like, okay. So at the end of the day, I come back and I'm sure I fall asleep, but I make, you know, I file my claim. I do all the dirty work while I'm sitting in her house. And they were looking out there and they were like, well, I think there's radiator fluid leaking now. And they were like, I think it's going to be a total loss. He was like, because you had previous damage. Not, It wasn't like it was already messed up a lot, but you know what I mean? But like, you know what I mean? There were there was just things already not okay with the car. And I knew that from just driving it. Like this car wasn't like super special. I got this car when I was in a head-on collision. Um and I was just sitting in a in like a waiting to turn. I was in the turning lane, getting ready to turn left into the parking lot of the job that I had at it was summertime and I was like what in the world like this happened and I ended up getting a new car but it was the car that I just crashed on New Year's Day and the car that I ended up getting was years older than the car that I was driving up previously and it didn't have like Bluetooth or anything it was a 2011 Nissan Nissan Rogue and so it wasn't terrible but it wasn't like what I would prefer like it made interesting sounds and you couldn't drive it like to San you could drive it to San Antonio but you you would struggle coming back home or like you could drive it to New Braunfels but you would struggle coming back home it was one of those kind of cars and it didn't matter how good of gas you put in it how ma- how well you took care of it how how well you kept up with the uh, oil changes none of that mattered with this car i just knew that i couldn't take it long distances 
So it was kind of one of those. So my friends would be like, oh, you should come to Houston. You should come to, uh, you know what I mean? And I would be like, man, I would love to. But I just don't want to be stranded on my way there or on my way back. So I just never went, you know, I never traveled in this car. So anyway, so when it wrecked, I was kind of like total loss. Oh, man. Like I was thinking, OK, they're going to take it to, a, you know, a collision center and they're going to fix it. That's what I was thinking. So when he said that, one of my friends, I was like, oh, gosh, I don't know. And then a few days later, my insurance told me, yeah, it's a total loss. And we're going to pay you a certain amount of money for the car. And I was like, oh. So in my mind, I was thinking, okay, use it as a down payment. Like, Take some of that money, use it as a down payment. And then I was like, ooh, I'm about to buy gas. I'm about to buy stacks. You know what I mean? And I was like, hey, don't go crazy. Don't go crazy spending the money because you might need this money. And I had never been in this experience before, obviously, so I didn't know. And then... Uh, I had a friend and my dad both say the same thing, like, hey, why don't you call your credit union and see if they will finance you for a car? And I was like, what? It sounded like they were speaking another language. I was like, I don't understand. I can't believe it. But basically, at the end of the day, that's what I did. I put a down payment or I asked for a certain amount of money to put down on the car. And before that, I was already looking for cars, you know, to get and I was thinking about the car that I paid off and how my how much I enjoyed that car and it grew on me. When I first got it, I was like, uh, because it wasn't a car that I chose. And I don't know if I really cared, really, but it got me from point A to point B. I, I drove to Houston in that car and back and, you know, I trusted that car. It got me. It got a lot done for me. Anyways, the next time. So I was looking for a car with this under the same. It was, I was looking for like a Chevrolet. I'm a Texan, so of course, but also something small, whatever. So I was, I found a car or whatever. It, I, I wasn't searching specifically for this car, for this color, nothing. But I was like, uh, I've never heard of this, but I've heard of the brand and I drove the same Chevrolet, you know. I was like, okay, so I'm familiar. So this was a few years um I don't want to say older, not old, but it's more recent than than the car that I was driving in the past. And, uh, you know, this one had a really cute color. It was small and it had a lot of room in the inside. So I was like, okay, this could come in handy if I'm grocery shopping or packing up something or whatever. So I was like, uh, it's in my price range. Cool. I'm just going to get it because it got to a point where I was like, okay, you are always on the go. Like I drive to and from work and then rehearsals and then performances, you know, and like random other gigs because as an artist in Austin, people might ask you, hey, are you available to this weekend to sing at this thing or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you have the the um, amenities required to get things done. So I was like, okay, I... I'm going to do this. This is responsible. And like, it's funny because I read like, uh, like, I don't know. The first time that I went through this process, I looked at an electric car and it was a Chevrolet. Da, 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 and I was like, oh, OK, this is in my price range. Da, da, da. But I, w- I was not reading the fine print and I was rushing the process. Got this car. They brought it to me. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want it. 
you know, I'm so sorry. But this, there's a, it's a whole long story that I'm like, I don't really want to talk about. But it's like um, buying your cars on the internet, which is crazy because it's 2023. You know what I'm saying? Like, who to thunk? You know, I'd be seeing commercials for years about it, and it's, and it always felt like, wow, no way. But I got, it got to this place in my life where I it was like, I don't have the, the time or the, the means or the, or the ability to get to, you know, a car dealership and, you know, to sit there and be swindled. Cause I was like, I'm going to be doing this by myself. So I would rather, you know, be at my home, be somewhere that, where I feel comfortable and also where, you know, if they do need bank statements or this or that, they, that I'm like in a place where I can provide it a little bit more accessibly and maybe even faster than if I were to go to a dealership, you know what I mean? And I've, I'm also like someone like who has never really had to go to dealerships. Like my, my growings up, I'm usually like so-and-so's off to college. And so whatever she was driving, I'm now driving it or, um, this car is just like, my family has always had cars you know, and so I'm just driving like extra cars, random cars. I've never had to like go to the dealership. I'm just like driving hand-me-down cars, dealing with all the ins and outs of it, driving it till they can't drive no more kind of person. So that's just how I lived growing up. And it wasn't until, I don't even know when, I think my Chevrolet was like the first car that I, well, no, no, no. I drove, I remember on Craigslist back in the day, I got a 94 Jeep Cherokee. And I got it on Craigslist, and I forget how much it was. I think it was like $1,000 or something, something cheap. But then I went with my dad even, but he talked him down to paying like, I don't even know, it was in the hundreds though. And I got to keep the rest of it, and it was dope, and that car lasted me a long time, but I wasn't good about oil changes with that bad boy. It was such a busted car, but I loved it, man. But you, it was like hood, like you, you had to put CDs in it. And I would just like burn CDs of like songs that were in and, and I would just play that. And then when I didn't want to hear it anymore, I would you have to put another CD in to take to take the CD out to put another one in. It was just busted like that. And then one time it got robbed and they broke my window, took stole that radio. That radio was crackish though, so I didn't really I wasn't really tripping. And I can't remember how we fixed it or if we did fix it. I don't know. I think I ended up just getting a different car and selling that car. Something happened. This was back in the day. And then, you know, so anyways, <clears throat> I'm usually with a parent or something. I'm never really by myself. So this was the first time I bought, bought this car by myself. And it was scary and crazy. But listening, I had to just swallow my pride and listen to people's advice. So I called the bank and got an auto loan. And it happened like so fast. Like I thought I was going to have to wait a few days I, I waited like a, like not even 24 hours, like maybe a couple hours. And they approved me and they also emailed me to let me know that. And that was cool. And like having them on my side just made it easier for me to get the car. I basically got approved, found the car, um, got the check from the bank, went to uh this instead of having them deliver it like they weren't they were i was appointed to have it delivered on the 21st which is like next weekend next saturday 
So I was like, there's no way that, I mean, I can wait that long, but I don't want to rent a car that long because I'm not trying to just waste money like that. You know what I mean? Because I was, I've never rented a car like on my own accord. Like I usually have like a parent. So I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, like what does it mean? Like how much is it going to be? And I'm used to being broke, like having to always be on the struggle. So I was like, can I do this? And it's crazy that I could um financially take care of myself it was like what are you growing up girl so so that happened <clears throat> i went to the place gave them the check i signed like a couple of papers not much and then they gave me the keys and they were like can you take pictures you want to take pictures by your car so i took pictures with it not many he did i didn't take him the the person took it the person who get, handed over the, the keys to me he was like, good luck, enjoy your ride, da 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 And it was fun, you know? And that was that. And so I ended up getting a new car like 15 days and 14 days into the new year. It's like, who knew? You get in a wreck, and a couple weeks later, you're going to have something different and a chance to start over. So when this happened, I'm a seven. So I was like, okay, what's the optimistic side of things? When I got the electric car, I was like, okay, you don't have to get oil changes. You're saving the earth. This is going to be really good for your carbon footprint. You know, I was trying to look for all the good things. But at the end of the day, I was like, you don't know. You you don't, you don't, ain't never been to no charging station. Your complex don't have no charging stations. So, like, you're going to be stressed out all the time, even more than you already are. So, like, this being super new, I don't know if this is a good time. Maybe in the summertime you should try so I was like, all right, let me, I have to swallow my pride and take this car back and get something that I know I'm not, I'm not, it's not foreign to me. Like, I know where the gas tanks are. And if you're not sure what side of the tank your gas is on, look at your gas, your gas, like, gauge in the car. And look, there's, like, usually a small arrow pointing left or right. Depending on which side the arrow is pointing, that's how you know where your gas is. It's on the left side or the right side, depending on where your arrow is facing. That's trippy, right? I learned that from listening to a sermon. I said, what? A long time ago. I was like, nah, I don't believe that. So I looked at my car one day and I was like, that's the truth. Because you know how many times you'd be doing that, not thinking? You just pull in, get out, and you're like, oh, should I stretch this thing over here? You know, so I'll be doing that. Now I'll be doing that, especially with these new cars that I don't even, I'm not familiar with just yet. So I'm just thinking, okay, so this basically back to what I was saying about, you know, visions and getting another chance. I'm thinking, okay, 23, I was thinking when it happened, I said, okay, this is foreshadow. Is this foreshadow and how the year's going to be? Not like you're going to crash and have to be in all these stressful situations or you're going to get all these opportunities to grow. Like, it might look like, oh my goodness, not good. But but it's going to lead you to something bigger and better. And, you know, people always be saying that. But I think about, like, some crazy times. Like, not to bring it up, but like, you know, being hospitalized, right? And losing my ability, my mobility to do gro- gross motor skills and fine motor skills like the things that you do every day not being able to and feeling like that's it this is it this is this is life now but realizing how strong i am how good god is and like how my ability to be able to like overcome you know what i mean 
Like, it's crazy to go to travel, to fly again, to meet new people, to hang out with people, to be able to eat. I remember when eating was hard. Cutting my own meat was hard. Like, you name it, man. So doing that, I think about that. I think about not having a job, like losing it, losing it while being in the hospital, being like, what am I going to do now? Getting a job, working with a cane, then losing that cane at the same job, then leaving that job to go to a, a higher position at a different school. Like, what? That all happened when it felt like there is no way... I'm getting out of this. But even though I'm here, there's still things I'm like, okay, you still have to study for this. You still have to do this. There's still a lot on your plate. But knowing and feeling like, okay, you have so much to do and the ability ability to take care of what you needed to take care of was beautiful and great. And I don't want to take any of what I got to do for granted. I don't want to be like... I don't know, selfish and oblivious to my blessings. And, you know, it's January and I'm thinking now, like, what am I going to talk about next month or or next week? Um, I, I want to know or what if, whatever I say next week, just to just put it out there. But I'm just saying, what am I going to be thinking about? Am I going to put this on when? I'm feeling happy or sad or what does that mean? To me, this is a verbal diary. So t- for me, I'm I'm like writing in a journal, except I'm talking and I'm giving you the opportunity in the, to listen if you want, to engage if you want, to ask me questions if you want, especially on if you're listening on Spotify, there is an opportunity for you to ask questions. So I f- feel free, please, to ask questions. And if you're listening on Anchor, you can... Send a voice message and I'll play them back and we'll play them and answer the questions too. If you want, don't be scared. Um, I just appreciate you guys coming on. I wanted to just pop in and break in this New Year's cherry and say, sorry, that's really disgusting. But like, and I don't even think I said it right. But anyways, I just wanted to come in here and, and let you guys in on what's been happening, dwelling it deep within these first few weeks of the new year i'm excited to see where i go where things go with my relationships and situationships um with god with other people with my family Uh, i'm curious and i want to see if i grow and how i grow and and i want the same for you all as well like my friendships this year I, i claim And hope to find friendships, positive ones that lift me up and inspire me. That don't gaslight me and make me feel like, oh, I'm doing great things. When I'm really not. Who keep it 100 with me, but always lead with love. Um, I really hope to find that. Uh, I just love friends and I love laughing and I love community. And I understand and I'm realizing the importance of that. But I also am learning Hey, you want that, but what are you going to give back? What role are you going to play in that? So I have to think about myself and what I want to contribute to my friendships, my world, my my relationships, my coworkers, whether it be in the theater world or the educational world. Yeah, guys. Um, tune in because I want to do more Unfriend of the Weeks, listen, read, watches, and... 
and uh, bring your own black and brown business because as the years progress, there are some that I really want to um, exhort. There's some I really want to shine. And it's funny because some of them are like no longer a business, but I don't blame them. I, bl- I blame the pandemic and just the opportunity. The pandemic really shined its light on us. Like how how many people we support, how many people we lift up and how many people we put down and how comfortable it is to do that in our, from our beds or from, from our four walls. So I'm like, I'm learning a lot about me and how much I want to give back. And I just hope and pray for the ability and the energy to get out there and be an advocate for my community, my peers and artists. And I just, I love you. I love Austin and I love Summaries with Chalk. I'm just thankful for the people who have listened. I for real have listeners, you know, and I can't even believe that. And I'm just so grateful that you come on here and you listen to me ramble about whatever. If you want me to talk about something specifically, please um, DM me at Sums with Chalk on Instagram. Follow me there. Um, also, you can... Um, ask me any questions you want on Spotify at Sums with Chalk. On Spotify, just find me Summaries with Chalk. I'm there. You can reach me there. Or you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Casts, CastBox, or anywhere else you find your podcast. That's me c- commercializing before the commercial actually happens or whatever happens. But I thank you so much for coming on and listening. That about sums it up with summaries with chat.